Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained. So someday I'll get a title for this episode. Uh, but for now, we've got some guests as we talk about video game news, reviews and all that stuff and words. Um, we've got a Gary with us this week. Hey, Gary. Gary's here. Hey, Gary's here to save the day. Go, Gary. Ba-ching, ba-ching. That could be your new theme. Yes. I like saving the day. Yeah. How, how was how was your day? Now that My day's it. pretty good. My day's pretty good. Have you had a good week? Have you been playing the video games? I have been playing the video games. I've oh. been playing one of my favorite video games actually of this year. Um, Dragon Quest. Which, I'm guessing. No, that, that that's already come and gone. Uh, it's another one that Ooh. I can't talk about. Sorry. <laughs> Though I did see the tweet that you're going to play the Fallout. Ah, uh, yes, I will be playing uh, Fallout 76 next week at Ooh. an event that I can't tell you when or where, but I can tell you that I will be playing it. It sure does exist, and it is in some location that you'll be at. That's all we need to know. Yes, if I make it there, I'm I got sure like a, a billion stops to make. Does one? Is one of them Scarborough? <laughs> Um, <laughs> sure. They're gonna fly me from Utah to England, and then from England back to America to the event. Well, you know, it might have been cheaper. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, I uh, get like the guy that went to—I can't remember what it was. I read the story where he flew to like Spain because it was cheaper for him to fly there and then come back than take the train. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I hear trains in Europe are are kind of pricey, which is just yeah. baffling to me. I don't get it. A train it. to the airport here is like a hundred quid. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Like what the hell? A train to London is about one hundred forty. I've seen Eurotrip, and I want to take a train, but you know. <laughs> Europe, I'm sure, is not bad. Kind of it's just England. England sucks. Yeah, I wanted to ride on the Orient Express, and then I saw the prices for it, and I'm like, "One billion dollars." Is, is that like a rich? That, that's that's pretty much a, a rich man's train. Like, <laughs> no normal person can afford that thing. Uh, well, thank <laughs> God, people we, we that ride it are magic. So we have way different priorities. See, after yeah. I saw Euro Trip, I just wanted to find the Vondersex Club that Lucy Lawless was working at. That was my oh, goal. <laughs> and I—that's the sexy sounds of Chris right there. Oh, I'm so glad to be back. It's we so missed nice. you. I, I bet you were you sat there too. every Sunday night talking to yourself for about an hour and a half because you're like, man, this is the podcast time. I'll just start responding to someone that doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, the last the last few weeks, I, I pretty much was left in a pile, curled up, fetal position, sobbing on the floor, talking to myself. Yeah, it hasn't been a great last few weeks, but... Well, thank you know, God I'm, you're I'm here to do exactly the I, same um... thing, but with headphones. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so glad to be back. How are you? I'm not too bad, thank you. That's good. Have you That's been playing good. the video games? Um, A little bit, yeah. Like, like, yeah kinda... That's enough for me. <laughs> yeah, just, just an, I've been playing just Neo. Neo. Just the tips. Neo. And oh, it's uh, such a such a beautiful... When, when I have time to play, that's what I play. And he's so. been away for the longest time. Some would say too long. Others say 
you know, still not, you know, still too long. It's Neil. Yeah, why the fuck he back? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Oh, I am back from. Sweet, now go. He can host. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> I've missed you so much. <laughs> Here you go. No, because music is our outro music now. <laughs> uh, how have you been this week with your new job? Actually, you, I, well, not new, is it now? You're with your job. It's, it's, I'm ingrained in it now, you know. It's oh. like it's like coming back, having been abducted, and, uh, you know, come back here and it's like, I don't remember this house the same as it was. Uh, that coffee cup's in the wrong place, and Chris <laughs> is wearing far too many clothes. <laughs> I know Chris wearing clothes. It, it it took us a while to get that far. Honestly, I'm actually today. I am wearing more now than I ever have on any podcast since I've been doing this. <laughs> there you go. There's some on. Patreon exclusive rewards right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, the Patreon exclusive reward is is a video of me live streaming. That's the exclusive reward. <laughs> no, then what the hell? The, the the top tier reward is me doing private live streams of Commander Cherry. <laughs> I, I thought it was the video from the PlayStation I that Sony recorded of you trying to calibrate it. All right, Neil, what's up? Um, I just wandered in, you know, and uh, yeah. came to say hello. Yay! Yeah. That's... Uh. I I've got to check in with you guys occasionally, you know. Make sure we're alive. And sane. We're going back. It's, uh, yeah, nice to come. Yeah, because obviously I've heard you guys anyway. But, (laughs) yeah, as I was saying earlier, it's not very weird for me to not hear your voice, but we listening to you guys on the podcast and, of course, being so familiar with the way everyone talks and does stuff and, like, I found myself wanting to interject when in moments of silence and like, ah, damn, yeah, this is a. <laughs> 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 I've been doing. I was on it for so long. I was on it for so long. I didn't listen to it because yeah. yeah, I don't really want to listen to myself. So it's like <laughs> when everyone else, is, it's just like being in the background of the anime podcast and getting drunk, <laughs> being drunk and chiming occasionally. Uh. Well, to be fair, that's why I don't listen to the podcast because I'm always sat there. When I listen to yeah, any podcast, if I hear something wrong, especially if I'm normally on it, I'm like, no, that's not it. This is it. This is it. And then I realize five seconds later, oh, yeah, they can't hear me. No? Okay. I can't uh, listen to myself either. <laughs> Doing pod, I just can't. Uh, like any of the podcasts I've been on, I haven't listened to myself. I just can't hear my nasally uh, voice. Yeah, but you sound like that. I know I, I do. I can't hear my voice either. I'm like, oh, God, why would anyone want to listen to this for five seconds? Let alone the podcast. So, so you know, it's uh, totally doing something. Yay. Do you yeah. sure are? We bring loads of personality. It makes up for our, la- <laughs> our <laughs> lack of uh, charisma. <laughs> charisma. Sex appeal. <laughs> well, Gary, Gary's got enough sex appeal for the whole show. Yeah. I will take that as a compliment. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I think we should go to the news now, I think. Because But my sex appeal. <laughs> your sex appeal I'm... can wait until we do your game later. Or oh, hiccups. Oh okay. 
Because mm. you're the you've got, we've got we've got a new game. I don't know if you heard last week's podcast, Neil, but we've got a new game. Uh, uh, so far, so I didn't hear the end. So yeah, I'm, Ooh. I have a surprise at least now. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, uh, what? How about a surprise like this? Did you know that the Fallout seventy six beta starts in October? I had the twenty third on Xbox and then the thirtieth on PS four and PC. And if you pre order, you get into the beta. Did you know that? No, that's a really novel thing to do. Imagine I that. Know. Test your game a week before it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> Especially one that's not only made by Bethesda, but probably has all the problems that come with every single game that they release initially. And uh, yeah, I so like also admit, it's though, massively multiplayer. So have fun with that. I like the admit though. The fa- I like the fact they admit that it's called the break it early test application, because you know, <laughs> you know, you're gonna break it anyway because it's a Persidia game. But this time you get to break it a little earlier than normal. <laughs> the acronym is now Beta, Beta, not Beta. If it's break it, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> can't right. they can't even get acronyms right. Bitter. <laughs> beta. 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 I think South African saying better. That's like a great you know, chocolate bar to me, I, though. Beta. I give yes. Bethesda all the props because they're pretty much embracing the fact that everybody knows that their games are released completely broken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they're just embracing that. Well, it's like them and... embracing Skyrim. It's like, yeah, yeah, if you keep buying it, we'll keep making it, so... Yes, they even made a. Yeah, they made an advertisement commercial (laughs) of it, making fun of themselves, which was hilarious. I thought it was great. Have they? Elder Scrolls Online, being a massively multiplayer online game, runs really well online. Yeah, it's like you know, maybe that's their niche. If they put it online, it'd be fine. Yeah. (laughs) Imagine it. Imagine the least buggy Fallout is an online multiplayer game. Imagine if it works. <laughs> uh, but I pre-ordered to get the beta. Have you guys pre-ordered to get your beta? Except for Gary, who gets to play it early, you bastard. I'll probably get to play what uh, you're going to play. <laughs> Just a rougher version of it, probably. <laughs> well, they've already you know, started a... uh, private betas already. Well, soon. Yeah. It's the, the private betas start October 3rd, I think, where a select few will be invited, and they've got, they're have got under NDA. Yeah, so. and, and so, you know, my general opinion on pre-orders is I don't do them. <laughs> don't <Yeah>. do them. <laughs> so I'm not, I don't know. I haven't even had the money lately to do it, yeah. to, to like go and get the pre-order, even though I am tempted on this one. I pre-ordered so, it. So but... I don't know. So, I mean, since you guys are, are getting it, and I know I'll be able to play with you guys at least a little bit. I don't know for how long, depending on how good the game is, but I'm a huge Fallout fan anyway, so I'm probably going to get it anyways. Even I'm after I miss out I'm not going to buy it day one. Uh, the only reason why I pre-ordered is because all beta progress you make it transfers to the retail game, mm-hmm. which I still think is a little bullshit. So, especially Early for Xbox advantage. owners, they're going to get what three weeks advantage. Two yeah, weeks. they get to become beaters. Yeah, the the biters, the biters. The the biters. <laughs> the biters. They're the, the, the biter cheaters. The biters, like in Sword Art Online. That's what they'll be. So... And some of them will be master biters. 
Uh, wrong podcast, but there we go. Uh, you know, I've just I haven't been on so long. It's just kind of overflowing. So I'm, I'm uh, it's like a pressure cooker, and the steam has been on. <laughs> the lock has been on. And I'm kind of letting the steam gauge out here before uh, the anime. Well, I'm sure <laughs> this week's anime will have quite a bit of unleashed loads. I think. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> and I deserve one of those for that. <laughs> um, so. Beta, comes out sometime, and it's 45 gigabytes, because it's probably the whole game. It, it probably is the entire game. They, but, well, they said the entire the, the beta is going to be the entire game. So, basically, pre-order your and game, they, so. enjoy a few weeks, and then don't buy it, because you played it. Yeah, as far as, far as I remember, <laughs> I, think, I think they said that the beta is going to be like the the full game like everything is going to be accessible they're not locking anything in the beta that just sounds stupid to me that's how that's how a lot of them a lot of those downloadable games work remember you'll you'll yeah. download it for like the demo for free and then you buy the game and you download it the whole game anyway but you just unlock but it but normally you have to like purchase the full game before you can do that mhm yes i i think it's the same thing and i think they're just well, no, they'll do I, something i went into game and paid 5 pounds to pre-order it and I got the code. So at least it's not as bad as buying as like buying the disc with the DLC locked on the disc <laughs> that you just bought. Wow, that's true. Oh, <laughs> Street Fighter. Oh, mm-hmm. Destiny One, Two, and probably Three. <laughs> <laughs> probably Three. Probably. Uh, that's awesome. Um, we'll get to Destiny Three at this rate. Looks like. No, no, we won't because they got a new IP, haven't they? Which is basically going to be Destiny Three, but you no know, different name. It's going to be. It's going to take place in medieval times. Halostiny. Hal Halostiny. What else have we got anyway? Oh, there's some other stuff. There's. Um, did you know that Justice League is getting possibly a video game? And it's going to be done by Rocksteady. Uh, uh, you know that famous studio yeah. for making Turtles in Time, I think. What? <laughs> what? Turtles yes. in time? <laughs> oh, Genesis game? <laughs> oh my god. It says it's rumored to have Starro as a main villain. Now, I don't know who Starro is, but I hope not. Okay. <laughs> I, I, be- I could believe everything that's been said. That you know they might be working on a Justice League game. Yeah. It's probably going to be a PlayStation Five game. All that I can believe. But when they start saying that Starro is going to be the main villain, that's where I believe the rumor is bullshit. In 2019, that's bullshit. Yeah. That's if you want to know what Starro is, it's pretty much a giant fucking. Okay, so this picture it's right there. Are from space. It's a starfish <laughs> a from space. What? We were target this oh. space. A starfish. It's a giant starfish that lives in space. Space fish. <laughs> I hope this is the main villain now. I really do. Well, he doesn't have any minions. It's just a him. Like, what is the point? Well, you know, starfish can, like, recover if their limbs are chopped. So maybe oh he gets the new superpower, like, makes a clone army of himself by chopping off limbs. And what are they? Just giant tentacles walking around raping people? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, 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 
I mean, that's the game Chris would make, so. That's, <laughs> Chris, I mean, Chris you know, I have no objections if that's the way that it's going. I, I'm curious to see uh, how the devs will imp- implement the gameplay aspects of the finer nuances of Tentacle Rape. Oh but uh, overall, I'm interested to see. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it'll be a lot of fun. What game are we talking about? I completely spaced off. The, the game where Batman fights tentacles. Oh, that one. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah, the, the, the new Superman game that Gary's never going to see. <laughs> but he... <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. Hey, I can't say oh, anything. I would love it if Rocksteady did an awesome Superman game. I really would. I like Superman. I always have. My, I grew up, my brother, reading Superman comic books, and I get to read his comic books. Uh, I remember I cried at the death of Superman. I remember he got that the day that it came out. So, yes, Gary, I am fully on board with a, with a good Superman game, if ever there can be one. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, the rumor just, it came from 4chan, which already diminishes its credibility, like, drastically. Uh, um. But yeah, like apparently you play the the characters Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Green Lantern, and like it's already way too many characters for them to. I mean, it just feels like Batman, Arkham Knight, to character, and yeah, they added the Batmobile, so they made it a little more open that way, but. To go from that and just straight up do a six character pick your pick one of six characters have co op in it five worlds I think that's it or five cities is gonna have Tropolis um called Central City like and they're all gonna be the bigger than Arkham Knight's world I'm yeah. just like there's no fucking way. I just, I, yeah, I, I, this rumor to me is 100% bullshit. It's recycling the same news over and over again. It's just in different ways. Every time, every story we hear is basically the same stories told a different way. Point where it's like, yeah, Rocksteady really just needs to say something so we get, can they, they really do. They're probably they enjoying really- this. Yeah, I'm not going to deny that if if they are doing another DC Comics game, that the Justice League might be in there, but I'm pretty sure it's just going to focus on one, maybe two characters, max. There's no way they're going to focus on all of them and let you go to each of their cities and do all this crazy shit in an open world with co-op. You know what would be awesome, though? is if we got a Justice League game like, uh, what was it, Marvel? Ultimate oh, Alliance? shoot. Was it Ultimate Alliance where you, 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 know, you do yeah. the co-op? We, we, we the got one. Down that we played? Did yeah, we they, they made one. Like that? Which one was that? I think it was Justice League Heroes. Mm. It was on the PSP I, and the PS2. I didn't play either of them. But no, that, no that, that's a game that I would like to play again. Like... You know, it's like couch co-op or online co-op, you co-op, you team up, you know, you got the, it's, like, it's the dungeon crawler RPG, but with DC character. Like, Marvel Ultimate Alliance was a lot so of fun. So what you're saying is you we're back I. to Turtles in Time. We're back to Turtles in Time. <laughs> <laughs> we're never going to get beyond it at this point. Oh, there it is. Justice League Heroes. Hmm. 
by Snowblind Studios. There you go. 4chan has been huffing glue. DC Universe Online. And somehow <laughs> had a weird thing. <laughs> that they actually saw the new Rocksteady game. Because everything you said in that news story sounds pretty much like DC Universe Online. It was like all those cities, all those heroes, they're all in it. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think yeah, that's more I, it's it's a stupid step for a rock city to take from Batman, where it's just one character, to six fucking Justice League characters. In the world, from <laughs> people who love the Asylum, is the games kept getting bigger and rather than smaller amount of stuff, which you know you can agree to disagree on that. Arkham City did it all right. Maybe it was a bit much in Night, but you know. It, you, probably, you don't want to go bigger and bigger and bigger thing and Ubisoft is yeah. doing that, yeah. but come on. Yeah. And quite honestly, Superman is pretty much the second to biggest you're going to get. I mean, unless you're going to do a Green Lantern where he travels through space and goes to different planets, and Superman... can do Green Lantern right is, because that's impossible. Green Lantern, yeah, Green Lantern is very hard to do because I mean, the whole how do you make is, a game where you are supposed to be able to make whatever fucking weapon you want. Yeah, now, I know that we've discussed this, a, Gary. What if they make a spin-off of Drawn to Life, but with Green Lantern? <laughs> <laughs> no, I like that idea, too. Yes. Scribble knots will work, that too. That would be cute. That would be, no, that would be a cute, fun, like, green, you know, if you have, like, a cheapy Green Lantern or something, yeah. that'd be adorable. I like, don't forget, Gary, we have that awesome God of War Green Lantern clone that Apparently, only you and I like. Everybody else hated, but that was. A- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, the PS3, the movie one. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Was, the green. I, it was good. One. Can I say it wasn't good? But I, I, I could play it. Oh, yeah, I'll give you that. It, it wasn't. It wasn't <laughs> great. It wasn't even good. But it was fun. It was yeah. a lot of. fun. It was fun with co-op. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I played it as well. So. Because I, I, I actually didn't mind the movie. <laughs> Neither did I. You give me anything with Ryan Reynolds in it, and I'll yeah. and I'll watch it. <laughs> I love Ryan. I almost said something else, but that's just because of my own personal agenda for Ryan Reynolds. If I ever get, but a if I had him. the choice, um, you know, I would love for it to have seen a sequel because I feel like a sequel would have got the be- the wrong parts right. You always screw up the first movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless yeah, maybe we'll get maybe we'll get one. Well, yeah, maybe we'll get one because of the success of Deadpool. You never know. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, anyone else got any opinions on this topic? No, nah, I think we spent too much time on it. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> us getting angry at speculation and talking yeah. about it. Uh, yeah. Well, you know what I'm going to get angry about? And Red Full of Rage is the PS Plus games have been announced for October, and compared to what was leaked, these are shite. I mean. The last one listed like Sniper Elite, and then before that it was Diablo and Neo, 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 Neo. You were gonna be free on Plus, man. Everybody was gonna experience you, yeah. <laughs> and now we can. <laughs> instead, we get Laser League, which I've never heard of. Knowledge is power, which I thought was already free. 
Master Reboot, which is on the PS3, so, you know, that'll be the first time anyone turns it on for a while. That's what she said. Uh, the Bridge, which is also on PS4, by the way. Rocket Birds 2 Evolution, which I've never heard of Rocket Birds 1, so that's on V and PS4. And then 2064, because we skipped all the other games. Read Only Memories, PS4. And Friday the 13th, the video game, which, from what I heard, is not getting any updates or DLCs. So, please. Well, that could yet change, I have to say, because um, yeah. this week has been a big move in the legal case that, that has kept the license problems going on. Um, and the original owner may get back. So, I, he had no intention of making the game stop himself. It was just... Yeah a side effect of that legal proceedings that meant they couldn't do anything more. But he may let them continue once he's won the case. That's Neil from bloodydisgusting.com. Go check them out. (laughs) The the best site for your horror and horror stuff. (laughs) (laughs) The the number one horror news website, I think. Are they? I think they are, right, Neil? They are now. We said it. Yay. Yeah, that's official. I I didn't say it, but you can say that. No, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> I, can, I, I mean, if you say it's not official, there. because we're not part of your website, therefore we're the ones outside voting. Therefore, we can say it's number one horror site on the webs. Yeah, it is to me. Horror site I work for. <laughs> uh, sure. Outside of outside of one problem I have with that site, everything else is fantastic about it. Ooh, do tell. Neil is here for all your questions and concerns as a representative. <laughs> it, it's it's nothing com. major. It's a thing where, where if I go to like page two, right, of their news section and I click on an article and then I hit back, it takes me all the way back to the first page and the front page. Yeah. So I have to scroll yeah. all the way back down and keep going to page two and it just irritates me. Please take this complaint to your manager. <laughs> Let them know that this is a concern that needs to be I mean... addressed. <laughs> I mean, it'll be but the that's best it. Everything horror... else I love. It'll be the best horror site until the officially Article 13 passes. And then that'll be the best horror site. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so but, much. But back to video games. Yeah, video, video, video games. <laughs> yeah, the PS Plus games. Yeah, PS Plus games, <laughs> October 2018. Um, so, yeah. Um, I'm okay with the games like i already have razor rig i haven't played it yet um steven says it's fantastic because he reviewed it um so i do want to play it uh but as far as friday the 13th goes um like you my concern was you know we're not getting it so it's pretty much it is what it is but that's also fine because you know before that they played games for a very long time but I've always been intrigued by, by the idea of, you know, one person's the killer and everybody else is trying to survive. Oh, so and I've always wanted to... The one copy of Volve that was sold. God. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've always wanted to play Friday the 13th, and, and now I'll get a chance. I know it's not the first game to do this concept. I think it was, what was it? Um, Evolve. Dead by, by Daylight. Daylight? Dead by yeah. Daylight, I believe it was. Yeah. Did it as well. And they have, obviously, they have Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger in their game. This one is just... Friday the Thirteenth, but I, I'm I'm really sad because I I really wanted that game to go through all the Friday the Thirteenth games. In particular, I wanted Jason X 
Because yes. I wanted, to, I wanted it to, to play in space. So in his in his like super super nano created metal armor, and he's like truly invincible. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. And, I didn't know that was a Terminator and, crossover. Halloween. Yeah, Jason <laughs> Jason X, dude. He it's it's awesome. He gets all super powered with super uh, with future technology. It's great. Yeah, and and like I said, okay. I, I've always been interested to see where they would go with that franchise. Like, will they touch on Freddy versus Jason at one point? Um, well, they do. What was the 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 supposedly was supposed to be the reboot? Um, yeah, like, the, the, I, I was always to see what kind of DLC they'd be able to go with and continue to add to the game. And right now, uh, unfortunately, it's not happening. Uh, hopefully, in the future, it will. But servers alive, so that's good. And they will continue to patch the game. Uh, they just released dedicated servers for it, so that's really cool. Um, so they obviously they still give a shit about the game. It's just unfortunate that mm. update the game with content. And so in that regard, it's they'll do what they can, but yeah. until it gets sorted out, they can't do anything else. But yeah, they've done enough that it's not. But, but in a way, I feel like the push to put it on plus is them needing to make money. And I think after the news, well, not just. I think after the news broke, um, it'll help with the player base as well. Yeah, I I just feel like after the news broke that they can't, you know, update the game with content anymore. That uh, it 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 killed a lot of people's drive to continue to play it because they won't get anything else from it. Well, it's true. What's the point of playing the game that you're not going to get any? Looking at lots of. It depends on how much you played beforehand. Yeah. You know, anyone new coming in still has a bunch of stuff to unlock and play and do fun. And it's a much smoother game than it was. Much, yeah. much. Because <laughs> it was a, a trash fire when it came out. It, it was in a horrible state. Which was a shame because it, the base of it was there. and it was The core of that game is so much better than Dead by Daylight. So much time to improve. It's had such rotten luck. Uh, as it's Dead gone by through. Daylight has such lag issues as well. Uh, especially with my mate because his, his internet's not great. So when it makes him host, and he's playing like the uh, which one? It, there's one that has teleport powers. It's the, almost the impossible, race, I think, or whatever. Yeah, it is. it's almost impossible to dodge him because he'll lag, teleport to you, then lag again, then teleport to you, and then lag again. And you, you're rumba banding while trying to run away. It's like yay, fun. <laughs> This is too little, too late, maybe. Uh, you know what? Let's continue our Halloween talk with some spooky, spooky news. I think this is more spookier than Friday 13th. Did you know that Dragon Ball Fighters is getting a Halloween update? Oh my god. I did pause there for dramatic effect. Um, yeah, you can get a spooky outfit and stickers. Beerus in a pumpkin hat. Beerus in a pumpkin hat. That's all. That's all you need to know. It's you can get so Dracula, cute. Vegeta, and Werewolf Goku. Werewolf Goku. Yeah, mm-hmm. Werewolf. And Goku. which which Kid Boo? This is also adorable. <sighs> and Mummy. You should, we should mention these are for the avatars and not for in-game costumes that you used to fight. And stickers in. as well, I think. The stickers. Uh, Does that, not, that practically writes itself, pumpkin spice beer is. Yeah. <laughs> so base. <laughs> I mean, 
I like it, but I think they should have let you put costumes on the characters as well. Imagine During the amount the of time and effort they'd have to do that. They, they would charge for it. Um, Capcom has been doing it with Street Fighter characters like forever. Yeah, but see, Arxis is trying to be better than Capcom. <laughs> they already know they make better yeah. fighting games than Capcom. Now they just have to be more ethical, and they'll be number one. So right the, behind Netherrealm. Now, and, now and, hold uh, on, hold on. <laughs> Street Fighter V has become a fantastic fighter. It only took them two years, though. Yeah. But they did it. <laughs> No, wait, 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 wait. Okay, yes for Street Fighter V, but let us not forget Capcom's history of generally not being so pleasing to gamers and how they release things. But Gary, from so what I heard, it's not just two years. Gary, from what I heard about how the characters are made for Arc Systems, each has a, even if it's a different color change, it's a whole new model. Jesus. Yeah, it has to be. Because, yeah. Well, they, they, yeah, they're using different yeah. textures on the yeah. on the different models um, and they yeah. have to they probably have to load those up they they don't have a way that it just changes yeah. it like in game yeah. of course they're using the unreal engine so they should be able to i know that you can yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I i think they can they're just um well, no, making it harder just on the themselves. way they do they wait the way they make the games yeah probably the way they rig it and everything yeah. like that i i i know, I know Base knowledge of how to use the Unreal Engine, um, well, maybe a little better than base, but I, I'm sure that whatever way, the way they're doing it, it ended up at the end being like, all right, the, with everything else, this is how we have to do this. That's usually how it goes after by the time you reach the end of the project, and well, okay, this will have to work. So, who knows? Still a great fighting game, though, if you're still playing like I am. You're I just need to go back it. to it. I haven't played it since the season pass stuff started. By the, by the way, uh, just quick off topic. Um, Neo is Sagat available in Street Fighter Five yet? <laughs> it was the last one, I think. Yeah, it was if he, he is, uh, it's about time I bought that game. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't he like the one of the first of the new season pass? I thought he was supposed to be the second character, so I don't know if he's out yet. I I remember seeing him announced for it, so I don't know if he's in it yet. Hmm. I don't know. You know what might know? Google. <laughs> you know, Ben, here, here's the dilemma, and this is a dilemma I, I feel all of us in our generation face. Um, I'm sitting at the computer, and I could use Google, but I'm actually turned 45 degrees to the left, and it would be a real <laughs> ton of extra effort for me to turn and face the keyboard, so I'm just not up for it right now. So whoever's in a slightly better position to do this, I, I think you could. Well, I'm recording the podcast, so... I should have known this, because oh. one of the last things I wrote for PSU was about him being available. <laughs> <laughs> All those eons ago. Back on August 6th, he was made available, along with that uh, Abraham Lincoln-looking motherfucker. August 6th? Yeah. Oh, man, i got to start looking for Street Fighter on sale. That shouldn't be hard. Well, that's, that's the problem. Is Check the, the, ba the, the base the game will be on sale, but I want. You want the one See, this the... is this is what I miss Capcom releasing the game six times. Well, Gary, hey, the, the ultimate version. The... <laughs> Gary, why don't you buy the base game and then play a bit and then get it for free by using fight monies? You can't get the characters with fight money, can you? Yeah. 
I mean, it's it's not fun to do so, huh? but. <laughs> Well, he's the uh, only character yeah. I want to get. So. Yeah, you can Wasn't buy it something stupid like th like they were thirty thousand each, and you got like ten per online match? Or yeah, something but you crazy get like a that. lot for beating the story mode. So, mm. it, it, arcade edition comes with most of the characters up front anyway. So, yeah. you, just so have to you get could the last. Just yeah. Do the, yeah, buy the arcade, then grind enough to buy Sagat because you don't care about all the others. That will save you some money. See, Sagat is one of those characters where. He's been there since the first game, and to make him DLC just bothered the hell out of me. It's like mm -hmm. Injustice without Batman, to me. Well, that'd be impossible so you, because you make it a DC be... fighting game, Mortal Kombat. Batman in. <laughs> Mortal Kombat without Scorpion. That's <laughs> they're iconic characters of the series. That they're even Scorpion became Nether Realm's mascot. Fine then, Dragon the Ball without Goku. Gary, there you go. yes. Um, um, Arcade Edition has the Season 3 character pass because Sakura, Blanca, Falcon, and Cody are in that, and I've got them. So, and G and Sagat are part of that. So if you get Arcade Edition, it'll be, he'll be there anyway. Nice. Let's see. Let's see. Street Fighter Five Arcade Edition. Sorry, continue on with the podcast. No, this I, is I, exciting. going to go buy something. <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. We've got to find out. It's an important part of the podcast. Um, I, <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Anyway, I think that'll be due for news. I think we've done enough news. Are you sure? What, what other not... news was there? There's, I think there's one more important There's news. one where like, you get to play with other people that people really like. I don't know. Yeah, it, it is a small fallout. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, uh. <laughs> Uh no, so this is this is confirmed that it's true, right? This yes. Is pretty big. This is... <laughs> okay. Uh Fortnite. Uh Sony oh, rather yeah, has announced. The, cross, the, the PSU announced crossplay. Cross yeah, the PSU announced crossplay. <laughs> <laughs> folks, I said the PSU had announced that they bought Fortnite or are allowing crossplay. Holy Fortnite shit, earlier, no wonder we don't have any before money. The, yeah, we before the discussion and no no Sony <laughs> And PlayStation are now allowing crossplay for Fortnite. Yeah. Woo! It's yeah. in beta. Everybody's happy. It's in beta right yeah. now. Mm -hmm. But other games are going to be included at a later date, yeah. it seems. What they're saying. Like maybe Fantasy XIV. Yay! Well, that would mean they'd have to release the full game on Xbox. Yeah, which they've said they've wanted to. But they've been having trouble with Microsoft to get on there because Microsoft wants. Um, they want the um, option for them to play on their own servers. And Yoshi's like, no. No, you can't have that. that. That will probably be a bone of contention when, uh, you know, they, obviously Microsoft went about, oh, we want Minecraft to be able to come onto the PS4 yeah. crossplay. It's like, well, you know why. That's them pushing it again. They're like, yeah. oh, okay, well, we've, we've made them relent to this. Now we can make them relent to having people playing and having to subscribe to Xbox. Yeah, because they want uh, like, yeah, they want them to make Microsoft accounts if they want to play Minecraft on PS4. The statement, anyway, the statement that you know Sony put out pretty much said you know that we've been investigating this for months. You know when people were just screaming and spitting their dummies out about ah, oh, it's arrogant Sony again. It's arrogant Sony. Oh, they're gonna crash and burn. It was like this would be the same arrogant Sony that's just turned around and done everything. That everyone said they wouldn't do the yeah. last few weeks. 
sometimes these things take time, you know, especially when you're shifting from something you've done for a long time and you're not in a position of desperation that made you do it in the first place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Sony's, Sony's playing the smart businessman right yeah. here. They're not just doing it to piss gamers off. They're doing what they need to do to make sure that them and their customers aren't getting a raw deal and letting another company competitor control the landscape of something that yeah. obviously everybody wants. And not even just that, but last, how many Xboxes have been sold? Do we, <laughs> we have no idea, do we? Roughly oh. around 40, 40 million. Okay, then the last time you had the PS4 was what? 70? 80. 82. 82 million. Now, let's just say Sony's like, oh my god, Microsoft, sure, why not? I'll let you fund the balls and I'll let you have Xbox accounts. That this then boosted their numbers by another 80 million. Or, well, let's just be generous in 40 million. Because, you know, maybe 40 million of PS4 owners own an Xbox for some reason. Um, that's it. That then my Xbox then technically has the market share for online accounts because yep. they can go, Oh, look, yeah, PS4 has 80 million consoles, but oh. we have 120 million subscribers. See, what the smart thing about this is now is not put the ball back in Microsoft court, they put it back in the courts of the big developers because yeah. they'll be the first ones where fans will go, Well, why can't we have this game? being cross-play yeah. and the answer is quite obviously money because you know whereas the other company you know microsoft and sony are making consoles and they need people to sort of pander to in that regard yeah. and developers do not need that and yeah. uh, they will what they, they they make more money off of having these separate things and having different yeah. versions and driving competitive play like that so oh, you yeah. won't see it's much better to have three individual purchases than one that shares Exactly. It's like, it's just not going to work with a lot of things. And, you know, so... And also, the amount it's... of times that people have had to rebuy games that they've already bought years ago. <laughs> I think people are complaining in the end about two money that will cost them about yeah. having multiple accounts, but we've been doing it for years every way, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and all those that suggested have. that Destiny should be on cross-play, yeah, good luck, mate. It's it's physically impossible because of the year exclusivity with PlayStation. What what and happens when you load up with a gun that's exclusive to PlayStation? Does he just have no gun and he, you just see his arm going pew pew, and he's naked because the PlayStation armor was exclusive? I think that's totally <laughs> worth doing crossplay for. <laughs> if he's using his gun with pew pew sounds, I'm buying the shit out of that. And he's naked. <laughs> some some, some crossplay cosplay. <laughs> no, he has to be naked because the armor's exclusive to PlayStation. So, that's cosplay, in my opinion. <laughs> he's naked and he just, like just shout, he just shouts out pew pew as he jumps around corners. <laughs> so Dead Space, <laughs> Dead Space Two, <laughs> and the foam finger gun. Uh, oh man! I've just fixed Destiny 2's crossplay. There you go. <laughs> you got, you got I mean, I, I I hope this will finally um, get people to. Stop bitching and moaning. Um, also, sure, please. it's only one game so far, yeah. but obviously more games will come. I'm I'm pretty sure Rocket League will be the next one. Yeah. Um. That that's been a big one, and we know that it works because the developers of Rocket League yeah. have said that it works because uh, they've already tested it. So I, you know, 
obviously, I think it's going to start off with a lot smaller titles, and then eventually, I think we'll get into probably yeah, like Overwatch. Titles like Fortnite. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It's a, a free-to-play game. Yeah. And Look it, how to popular me, it is. Oh, for, the, uh, oh, so yeah. for those that are for Warframe, game. again, no, that won't happen. Sorry, that, that's a quality free-to-play I, game. I wouldn't say never, Ben. You could never say never. I said I, I will never, never see... Because ever since Warframe came out, there's always about a month difference between the PC update to the console. Well, that's fine. Stuff. <laughs> Just do console crossplay without PC. You know, it's coming to Switch, so why not? Cool. It's going to be on the three major platforms now. But I, I think it's going to start off with a lot of the, the indie titles like Rocket League, and it's going to spread into the bigger ones. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's going to be long until we start seeing um, Elder Scrolls Online and, you know, Call of Duty. freaking. Uh, I don't know about Call of Duty yet. Uh, Activision, they won't do it. Uh, uh, to, to me, I, I think the biggest problem with that is the, if, if you're going to do it, you'll have to do it simply between consoles because, in my opinion, I still feel like PC players have such a massive advantage in first-person shooters over console sure. players. Just a shame that, that you buy it, it just... on PC anyway, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but I could, see, I could see them probably doing... A, a See, Battlefield Five, but I think that I think Call of Duty might happen, but I think it'll be like it'll, they'll increase the price of the game to do it. Ugh. You know, um, if they're gonna start charging me for something that was free to begin with, Activision can just burn in I'm the most. I'm it now that like if the Call of Duty happens, it'll have crossplay for free, but. If you if you want to play it on the different yeah if say you want to buy it for all the different consoles, there'll be like a bundle. So they're version. putting it behind a paywall. No, you're I'm you're putting this... you're putting a feature and game mode pretty much behind a paywall. No, I'm saying that it'll be free to play it, but if you want to buy it, yeah, if you want to switch accounts, you have to buy it for the other console. Oh God, no thank so you. So I'm calling it like the Call of Duty Ultimate Experience. That like, that kind of yeah. makes sense in in a way. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be able to cross-play, but if you want the player mod, you know, yourself on them, you'll have to buy them. Yeah, I mean, there'll be like a 120 quid or whatever bundle where you get the Xbox, PC, PS4, and Switch digital license or whatever. Oh, God. Well, that's, that's not... Uh, I mean, okay, so if I'm paying for Gold yeah. and PS Plus uh, and, you Switch. know, just for the hell of a PS Now and Switch, whatever, I'm already paying upwards of that every year, and if I yeah. want to buy a game for my PlayStation and buy the same game for the Xbox that, yeah. that, you know, released on multiple systems. I have to pay for both of those games full price anyways. Yeah. I, if, they, if they do it right and if they can word it in a way so, like, you're not... People don't think they're getting ripped off, yeah. which they're not. Well, they're pe- not, people, people on Xbox are already getting ripped off because they have to pay to play Fortnite. Yeah. Um, it, because Microsoft that. doesn't allow free-to-play games to they be played to... without an XBLA yeah. account. Yeah. I, okay, yeah, that. <laughs> they also have to play to play Warframe, <laughs> but Warframe's amazing, so it deserves it. Yeah, so Xbox is really screwing their customers that yeah. way, where a free-to-play game they still technically have to pay for. They always um, have been. <laughs> but I oh, know those pesky Sony were the, the real evils recently, you know. Yeah, but, but as, as far as now, like, I think... With crossplay right now, I think 
I think Sony still could have waited. I think they could have just done it with the PS5. I don't think doing it for the PS4 this late in its life cycle is really it's that true. important right now, in my opinion. Then, like, yeah, you have Fortnite, which is huge, but it's coming in the next couple of years. Like, who's going to be playing? People will still be playing it, but I think a lot of people will be moving on to the next systems. So you may as well have it enabled then. Cool. I wonder if they'll. Now, like, I wonder if they'll be like, "Oh, you can play Fortnite crossplay with PS4 and PS5." Probably. I mean, I'm, it's going to be the same servers, I would imagine. If you can play people who are on their phone, why not? Play <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I don't think we're going to see a lot of developers utilizing it right now, especially if they already have dev kits for the PS5 and they're yeah. already working on PlayStation 5 games. Um, like if say Overwatch comes to PS5, it's yes. probably a, it's pro. I'm pretty sure it will come to PS5, but it's pretty probably going to come with crossplay. I think all the games that are going to yeah. start getting ported to the to the next generation of consoles are going to be ported with crossplay. With crossplay in mind, yeah. Like if you look at say like Diablo three, it's coming out on the Switch, you know, in December, I believe it is. Um, and I'm pretty sure Blizzard will port that to as well. By the way, I'm and probably going to buy that. To it'll play probably with have crossplay. Are you going to buy Diablo for <laughs> On the Switch, probably, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I pre-ordered my Switch, so. There you go. Uh, isn't the future beautiful? The future of gaming. <laughs> I, see pe- I see people outside Holding with, hands. Their virtual, with their virtual reality headsets on, drooling, you know, on park benches because they're in their virtual reality wherever they're at, With their and wifi. we're all cross-playing on all these different games, and it's totally immersive. There, there's your, there's your future of gaming right there. Anybody can and play they get hit by a bus because they're not every time, attention. and they get hit by a bus. <laughs> the stupid ones do. There's some natural selection for you. But the best like the part is watch... the, the person that driving the bus isn't driving the bus, but in fact playing bus he's, simulator. He's playing. <laughs> 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 this is so realistic. Oh, what was that? Hit some guy who was playing virtual walk across the street. I don't know. He's he, the bus driver is playing bus simulator. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, no, he's like, but the bus, but the bus will be a self-driving bus. Yeah, in that future. So it's all it all evens out. The the bus driver's like, I don't like this route. I put, he puts in his bus simulator so he could like drive through like. Los Angeles while driving, yeah, in London. <laughs> he's like driving. He's like driving through the like down the steps to your <laughs> to your uh, tram system. <laughs> it's like something out of out of uh, oh god, what's that old movie with Tom Arnold where they drive through the mall? Yeah. Uh, do you remember that one, Gary? It's the really it's like an eighties movie. Tom I Arnold. Oh my god, I'm dating myself here. But yeah, I'll remember it later. Anyways, well, we he drives. Like... He drives the family through through a shopping mall, <laughs> like crashes through stuff. It's great. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, no, I, I'm excited for people who want it. I personally don't care. Um, I am not looking forward to playing with Xbox players because the last time I played on Xbox Live, it was a terrible experience for me. Um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I yeah I agree. There. Way, I know we're not an Xbox podcast, but I do want to bring up that whole deal that they're doing in America, which 
I kind of hope they bring here because I'd be tempted to get an Xbox, really. Um, have you guys heard of the... Uh, they're doing a paid monthly thing you know, to yes. purchase your Xbox? Yes. Uh, you can pay $35 a month and then you get your Xbox One X and it like, you got to pay for two years, so you pay a little bit more than what you would retail. But that $35 also includes your gold and your game pass. So, and consider the fact that every Game Pass game, every first party game is included on Game Pass for free. I'd be tempted, actually. <laughs> you know. Yeah, there, did you did you guys see the memes when uh, after Sony oh, no, announced memes. their, We're in their PS Neil, one? Close your ears. You might get arrested. <laughs> Gary, did you did you see the meme of like uh, Microsoft announces the the uh, Xbox Classic? And somebody photoshopped an old Xbox into uh, into I think it's the mountains, one of one of the heavy weightlifting competitor, <laughs> just a giant one. He's like doing the Atlas carry with it. Oh my god, <laughs> I was cracking up. <laughs> no, yeah, Microsoft did doing their whole. Yeah, well, you can play all the classic games on our console for free now. Oh, you do that anyway with PS Now. But um, hey, Neil, you've been quiet on this topic. Please. I, I tried to talk, but sorry, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> we we've all had a lot to say on it. <laughs> yeah, as I was saying earlier, it, it put it away from Microsoft and Sony and back into the developers and the publishers, especially the big ones. As I said, be good in some ways, but like you said, it's I can only see it end up shafting the customer when it comes to say EA or Activision. Or even Warner Brothers, to be honest. Uh, if they have to have stuff that's you know, cross-play, cross-generation stuff, then you may worry about it. What it will be good for, as we've also discussed, is the, the smaller dev teams, uh, you know, indie online games that will have a better chance of flourishing. You know, we just had Friday the 13th on Plus. Now, by having that cross-play between Xbox and PlayStation, that'd be great for that game. Mm-hmm. You know, with, with that, that's where it could help. Extra 40 million people means, yeah, well, I'd say it's probably an extra 20 million when you consider there's probably a, a whole bunch of people who've got both. And, yeah, that will help the odd game out here and there. Between the game shutting and being you know, dead and buried like Lawbreakers. So, I mean, now, you know, four people can be playing Lawbreakers. Uh, yeah, and uh, still around, but but there are only four people who played Lawbreakers, anyways. From all consoles, uh, all together, it'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it's Switch can, guy. Hey, they, PlayStation guy. Where's Xbox guy? <laughs> they can finally. This guy. They can finally He's have playing. a a match. <laughs> Not anymore, because the servers are shut down. That game is dead as dead. Oh, by the way, Drawn to... What you anyone, the, the other game's dying soon, isn't it? They're drawn to death, yes. Yeah. I knew that was going to go. Anyway, because uh, yeah, the, the whole studio's gone, pretty much. So. Yeah. yeah. That's a shame. Yeah. It was a good but game yeah. as well. Um, just, you, you've got to do something spectacular to be in that field now. It's like... Yeah. Good publishers understand that that you could yeah. online elements, but 
being a full-on competitive online game is hard. Oh, ha- ha- more than half the battle is marketing alone. Yeah. Uh, well, what's cool is w- with that game alone, like Drawn to Death, David Jaffe did a stream where he talked about uh, the decision where Sony pretty much convinced them to make it a pay game, like you have to yeah. buy it, but release it on Plus first and get people to like invest in it that yeah. way. And then after that, you know, it's buy-in. Like, at first, he wanted to make the game free-to-play, yeah. and then Sony convinced him not to. That led to the downfall of that game because he <laughs> felt that if it was free-to-play, you know, a lot more people would be playing that game than it's true. had to buy it. Yeah, it, 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 some games it works for, some games it doesn't. Yeah, Rocket League is an example of that. And I think if you're lucky, you're Rocket League. If you're not, you're not. But Rocket League did had the benefit of being a very simple idea. And Rocket League was a plus game as well, which helped a bit. So, I mean, yeah, that's why it was a good gamble to put that on plus. Yeah. Without that, I don't think it would have been as big as it, it oh, got. No. Whereas for Drawn to Death, it came out several years later at, at the wrong time yeah. for what it was. People now, only have a certain amount of time in a day. So. Little things Sony have you know, put out over the years that have just died quietly, you know, and, and it's kind of a shame in that regard, but that with, oh, say, Microsoft. Another game that... Nintendo, you know, they don't put out, they put out a tier of games. You know, Microsoft put out a tier of games and that's it. But Sony, you have to say, they put out about four, three or four tiers. Yeah. Yeah, not all of them are going to be, like, remembered as classics, but they're, like they're not the afraid of children. Play. Of the Fat Princess Adventures game, which was yeah, it was fun, it was good throwaway fun, but it, it's yeah. a, a D tier game in, in terms of cost and development and exposure. Good because it means that you can try a few different things like that and have different experiences. Yes, like I said, they won't all be remembered, but hey, it's a healthy library. Then you know, yeah. one of those games could be a hit. You know, the Rocket League isn't an exclusive game. It because it had that backing from Sony, uh, a vital point. Yep. Is everyone done with the news then? I think so. I'm newsed out. <laughs> well, to listen to the rest, rest of the podcast, you should go buy Tortino Pizza Rolls. It's the only way to unlock the <laughs> DLC <laughs> XP bonus. <laughs> Damn, you didn't tell me we got sponsored? <laughs> Ben uh, is just making up sponsors. <laughs> uh, I still, I'm sorry. I had to end it with this news story. The fact that to te- you can get weapons in Assassin's Creed Odyssey by buying Totino rolls. It's like the worst pizza. And not only that, but thanks to the great Jim Sterling. You go check him out YouTube, Jim Sterling. Um, I found out you can also get an exclusive weapon. If you buy a 120 pack at Walmart. Oh. My God. So you too can enjoy your medieval Greek experience with your pizza rolls with Tortinos. Go check them out. Better cheese or something. You know, Ben, Ben, you didn't need to continue. As soon as Gary said those are the worst pizza rolls, we just lost the sponsorship. You didn't even need to say it. Gary said that. Boom, gone already. <laughs> yeah, but at least they won't sue us. <laughs> Maybe. Hopefully. You think. 
Go check them out at some place that don't exist here because we don't have them. <laughs> you guys don't have Totinos? Damn. I don't think. Do we? Do we? Do we have Maybe. Totinos? I don't if we do, it's nowhere I look. That, that's for sure. I'll be honest, it's... I don't like pizza, so. Oh. <laughs> Pizza's my favorite food. Uh, yeah, it's, it's my wife's favorite food. She's <laughs> just, nah. Yeah. So much variety. Do whatever you want. You can put pineapple on it. You say the same with a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> a sandwich is a lot nicer. But but warm and flat and gooey and that's cheesy That's also and a sandwich. Yeah, you can put that in the fucking microwave. You know, it's fine. You but that's a it. melt. It's not a pizza. It's a toasted sandwich. That melts. You can add cheese and then, then tomatoes it's... and bacon. Well, then that's called a calzone. No, it's a sandwich. It's a toasted sandwich. A toasty. Toasty! It's all the news, yeah? Yes, news. <laughs> now we can talk about what we've been playing. And because I've been playing one game, Fantasy 14, that was pretty fast. Now, Gary, what have you been playing? No bueno. Okay, that's a good game. I, I, can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't tell you what I've been playing. There we go. I'm sorry. That was nice and fun. Wait, wait, wait. I can. I can tell you about one. I've been playing the Final Fantasy 15 Pocket Edition. Ooh. Uh, HD, I should say. <laughs> On the PS4. It's the mobile game of Final yeah. Fantasy 15. Yeah. They moved to the PS4. Uh, they called it HD Upgrade. Yeah. And it... No. It, it's not... <laughs> um, when it's far away it's fine when it's during cutscenes like the background okay. textures look like they were ripped from the Playstation 1 and it looked really bad I kind of want um, this version now <laughs> um, I'll say this if you want to just play the story of 15 this is the version to get um, the story here is presented a lot better and more cohesively because it's more linear um, there's nothing open-worldly to distract you and you get lost in it. Um, they kind of kept the mechanics of, of the core game intact pretty well. Um, just run in and get himself killed in this game like he did in 15. Um, and uh, the upgrading system uh, now works for all characters. So it's not oh. like an individual thing. Uh, so like you just get AP points uh, after you complete a mission because there aren't any campgrounds to go to in the game. Uh, so you pretty much level up after you finish each mission, and <laughs> yeah, and then you just use those AP points to you know upgrade stuff. Like you're not gonna get like different special moves that each character can do. They can really only do one like your teammate moves and stuff like that. So it's it's all on a smaller scale, but I am I was incredibly impressed with how they kept a lot of the big moments of the game intact. Like, you know, the whole train sequence is in there. Uh, the Leviathan fight is in there. The battle against Titan is in there. Um, job at recreating big moments of, of 15. You make it sound like this is the version that I wanted to play. <laughs> In a way it is, dude. In a way it is, man. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you. 
You think it'd be um, worth Gary, okay, you know my feelings on 15. Would it be – if I wanted to enjoy the story fully for 15, mm-hmm. th- then this is the way that – this is the one you would recommend that I play. Yeah. I think this is the version to get if you want to just experience the story. Uh, the only thing that sucks with this one is you don't get the DLC stories for Prompto, uh, Gladio, and Ignis, but that's okay because the only one that really matters is Ignis' story. Um, and if you do have Final Fantasy 15, the core game, and you're thinking about the DLC, I, I'm telling you right now, just get the Ignis DLC because one, it's actually really good, and two, it explains a lot of stuff that you probably have a lot of questions about. The biggest one is how Ignis goes blind, and it's actually one of the coolest moments, I think, in the entire of entirety of the story actually um and it also has an alternate ending to the core final fantasy 15 storyline as well if you want to go with that one and now um, is the ignis one is the one cool. that also has uh, arden's backstory it has it actually talks a lot about arden and his past a little bit in there too um it, it actually makes you very sympathetic to his character uh in that one but uh revis is in there so you get a lot more story of revis and uh, like his love for Luna Freya, his sister, and what exactly causes him to betray the Empire as well. So you learn about that, uh, which is really cool. See, but it's, 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 a, it's, it's a great fantastic. DLC. That's fantastic. It's great. Why wasn't it in the core game? Yeah. It's like the whole, the whole thing takes place in uh, that city right before, like during the Leviathan uh, situation is happening you know when they all split up yeah yeah Yeah, it just takes place it shows you ignis's thing and it's pretty cool it it shows you that like it pretty much solidifies ignis as in my opinion the 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 true best boy because ignis what he did no my god (laughs) (laughs) no once you find out what he did for noctis that you don't know in the core game it's fucking heartbreaking to see what he went through, just to 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 be able to help Noctis, like it's really sad that it wasn't in the core game. Mm. It really is. Yeah, but yeah, Pocket Edition. It's it's fun. It's a fun little. Game. It's longer than I thought it was gonna be. Um, I thought I was just gonna breeze through it, but it, it took a good probably fifteen hours to get through all of it. Um, some little side quests and. Stuff like that. It's all fully voiced acted as well, which is pretty cool. Um, it, how much? Uh, how much is it? Free? I think it's twenty. I think it's twenty bucks. <laughs> oh, oh well. Yeah. Chris, what are you? Been the other stuff though, I can't talk about. No, I was just gonna say the other stuff I can't talk about. Okay. Chris, like always, Gary, keeping us in suspense. Yes, Ben. Why you been playing? I have been playing Neil, as I have Neil. stated earlier. Oh. oh. <laughs> Neil's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I played you like a, like a fiddle. How uh, do the controls work when playing him? Is it inverted? <laughs> I, only play, I only play inverted, so yes. Oh yeah, inverted. <laughs> uh, I lost my headset. Uh, no, yeah, ne- i just been playing Neo. Um... I got it from a very dear friend as a Christmas present, and I've finally been able to, and this was like two years ago, 
<laughs> I have finally been able to get around to it because, well, um, it's the only thing I can stomach right now. Nothing else sounds fun. I just can't play anything else. <laughs> that's the only thing that's kind of grabbed my attention, so probably won't be doing any reviews for a while either. I just kind of want to play some games that I've been wanting to get around to, like this and uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I, I, I was able to get, and they're both been calling my name, so I'm just going to enjoy some blockbusters that I missed out on when they first came out for a while. And so far, Neo is amazing. If you haven't played it, people, check it out. What's your main weapon of choice, man? Ooh, you, you know what? I'm actually getting really good with all of them, but uh, during the alphas and betas, uh, I was mainly an axe sledgehammer guy. I love the bigger, you know, I love the bulky movements and the heavier armor because I got good in them, so I got better at mm. timing the dodges right with them. Um, but my, my main weapon is actually, you're going to laugh, Gary, because it's the spear. And I've got... Uh, <laughs> that I just, was I my weapon. Yeah, I know. I know. And I just, I love the spear. I just, I, for some reason it, it, it didn't, it, I didn't like it during the beta and the alpha, but it grew on me now that I'm playing the actual game. And so it's mainly the spear and the, and the axe, of course, I use as my, uh, you know, brute force backup. But yeah. Oh, God, yeah, I, yeah. Well, my two were the spear and the, um, the ball and chain weapon. I don't yeah, know what the, it's called. The Kasari Gama. Yeah, that thing's badass. Dude. I, I like the combo. Yeah, I fucking love that thing. pull off with it. Oh, such a such a great samurai game. Mm. So mm -hmm. good. <laughs> Can't wait for the sequel. Mm-hmm. But that's it. How about uh, Neil? We haven't seen you for ages. Yes, I know. Yes, and you think I have a great list of games, and you'd be right. But uh, I'm not going to say them all because most of them aren't relevant. So it's fine. Um, interesting ones. Um. Survival horror series have had other things where I thought, well, I'll, I'll have to write an article about this, that, or the other, when the time comes. So I'll replay this game or that game. Uh, one which an article went up today, I'm bloody disgusting, if you want to look at it, um, was a look at uh, Silent Hill Homecoming, which turns 10 today. <laughs> um, and yeah, it is honestly a very underappreciated under game in, in the series. I, I find it. It's yes, we know it was obviously during that period of time where everything went to the West in development terms and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, yeah, it's probably the most Silent Hill like of those games, I, I think. You know, <laughs> yeah, much I readily admit I have a soft spot for Downpour, um, which a lot of people. Mm -hmm. think. A lot of people fucking hate it, I know, but it, it's in, I, I understand why because it, it does have a lot of lazy elements to it. But Homecoming, because it celebrates a lot of what came before to it, like, you know, the dialogue tree stuff was new for them, which, you know, hadn't really been in a survival horror at that point. You know, that was like a brand new thing, and it affected your choices. Yes, not as subtle as Silent Hill 2's, you know, pick this item up and you'll get ending 612 sort of thing. But... <laughs> I think it would have helped the series to be that sort of balanced thing, I think, of having something that appreciated more for a Western 
audience that was in a growing market at the time. You know, 2008, you know, the, the video games market was just exploding. You know, you can see why companies were trying to appeal. That's where the um, money was. <laughs> and uh, if you could grow a series like that, that was great. But both Silent Hill and Resident Evil went too far, you know, with that and started doing stupid things with it and just getting lazy, really. Yep. And yeah, it's fine. You, you do whatever you want with this franchise. We're not going to do anything about it, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this game, you know, you, at least it has the soundtrack, of course, by Aramoka. So it's still, that's still very Silent Hill esque uh, as well. And Pyramid Head in there still, if you want it. And I think no, overall, it's been, but I think given the uh, backstory, in this game was more about you know how uh, history kind of bleeds into the history of Silent Hill itself and his own town and his whole revelations that come from that later on you know about what he really is and who he really is and it, it's one of the better plots in that regard so I'd say out of the game after the first three games you know without, without agree, a shadow of that. What are you talking about, Chris? You hated it because you couldn't change the inversion. <laughs> All I heard is you screaming and complaining because you couldn't play the game inverted. No, so so you, Gary is absolutely right. I my biggest gripe with Homecoming was the fact that I could not change the Y look inversion, and it really made like I just can't. I can't do it. It's the same. For me, it's the same if you tried to play on Inverted, Gary. Your brain, it was, you've been playing games for so long. I played Inverted my whole life. And then I get in there, and it was a huge struggle for me to be able to play and look correctly. When Especially, like, there's a part where you're in a sewer, and you get attacked by, like, the hammerhead uh, monster-looking things that they're, they they look like a the giant glaive on the top of their head, and then they split open, and they, like, have razor-sharp scissor, scissor teeth that they, yeah. Anyways, like, two of those attack you in the sewer, and all you have is a goddamn fire axe to try and stop them. It's, like, a little about early in the game, like a third of the way through. And I just kept dying. I just kept dying because I kept on, you know, they, they implemented that this guy is a former combat veteran and that he can dodge. So Silent Hill finally has a dodge mechanic. But I suck at it because I keep looking up or all the way down and I just keep getting killed. In a way, it actually added to the terror of the game. <sighs> but no, I, I loved Homecoming. Homecoming to me had some of the best enemy designs uh, since 2. Um, and, it, and I thought, and it was very, it was pretty, it was gritty, it was detailed. I thought it, yeah, I agree with Neil. It had kind of this great story and how and how silent hill tied in with the main character it was just it was so it was so good and also neil i agree with you i loved downpour um i have a real soft spot for that one too my only flaw my only fault i had with downpour were the lack of enemy designs especially after how awesome and varied they were in homecoming and then they just kind of got lazy with the enemy designs in downpour but everything else i liked so yeah it could have yeah. been but at that point yeah. just didn't Care. Yeah, <laughs> it's a uh, I I I also very much enjoyed Homecoming. I thought it was a very good Silent Hill game, the best one since. Well, I I did enjoy three. I absolutely despised four. Um, 
the last, the room. The last, I mean, yeah, that's the last Japanese one as well, which is like... It was I done by the same guys who did two. That's what blew my mind. Like, how do you go from two and then completely destroy the franchise I, of four? I didn't mind four. It was... Once you got really got into it and you were able to make through a couple playthroughs, things made kind of their own weird sense. It's the fucking ghosts, man. The unkillable ghosts that you can only killed it. pin down yeah. with the rare swords. And for, for the entire first half of the game, you're pretty much running away from everything except for dogs. Ugh. Yeah, that kind of ruined the first bit of the experience. It turned a lot of people away. And that was their big mistake on it, and that it wasn't a mechanic yeah. that worked well. That's why they had to move to a Western, a Western developer. Because mm-hmm. well, you guys have done all you can, clearly, and it's not working anymore. The sales reflected that clearly. Mm-hmm. And your origins didn't really do much better in, in that regard. But, you know, home origins just was fun, though. It's fun. It just it was not mm-hmm. uh, for a Silent Hill game. And I think we're at home. It, it was very much like the first oh, one. Or Origins. It was it was a handheld game. So yeah, PSP. <laughs> you're, you're limited to what you can do, but obviously they ported it to the PS2 later. But I think it was all right. It just it's a shame that it, it didn't quite get to move on. But Homecoming is that game that sort of moved on and took a few of the ideas from that and improved upon it. And just made it. This is a problem with a lot of games during this period. People will look back and say, "Oh, they did this because they wanted to get more people to play it." Like, is that such a bad thing? Yeah, I I know some games really did take it too far, and I'll get to one of them in a minute. Wait, Uh, games want people to buy them. I didn't know that. No, games just want to be played. It's the greedy publishers and developers that want people to buy the games. But still, I didn't know that. That's news. (laughs) <laughs> so I think this this was the perfect balance of giving people Silent Hill accessible to a wider audience, which is fine, absolutely fine. I'm glad for it. And now I'm probably less peeved about it than I was. I mean, you know, but it's it, you can see it in retrospect why it, at the time and why now it should be better appreciate I, i've seen certain comments already where people just like at best it was average at best it was average so fine if you think that i guarantee it's because you haven't played it since 2008 where you were still very angry <laughs> yeah, i would be more than happy to play that game again like I, I i always have an urge to play silent hill and mm-hmm. like if they release that on playstation now i will I will definitely play it right away. I had to go and unearth a PS3 copy and uh, settle that again because the only other alternative was to buy an Xbox and get it the backwards compatibility. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I- I'd rather go to the- <laughs> my PS3 again. <laughs> now, now, what does that say? A gamer would rather do two seconds of manual labor than buy an Xbox. That's that's your legacy, Microsoft. Just so you know. <laughs> The other style horror game that's... It's not really an important anniversary. It just happens to be 60 years since it came out this year, but next week, I think, uh, is Resident Evil 6, uh, which is the first time I've gone back to it since it came out, and I despaired and wailed and wanted to hit things. Um, Leon campaign, though, this time, to make sure, because it is the most Resident Evil part of that game. You know, Capcom, it, can we get another just like Leon-based Resident Evil game? I like Leon. Bring him back, yeah. please. It's called Resident Evil 2 uh, Remake, dumbass. What's wrong with you? 
I love you, Chris. <laughs> That's not really what I meant, but you are correct. I, I meant a continuation of Leon's story after six, what's just the Leon-focused game like four was, but, you know, because that campaign was fun. Oh, but, Gary, you... you once, I feel it's just there's this communication barrier between Gary and I. I oh. think everybody else knows what I mean, and he just assumes I'm dumb or something. Continue, Neil. <laughs> Not even anything. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, that, I mean, Resident <laughs> Evil 6 is... Leon's campaign was fucking great. I, I loved it, and then the rest of it just killed... I actually have had the privilege of listening to... Uh, Tim couldn't make the podcast today, but... I've listened to Tim and Gary play Resident Evil 6 co-op like while I've been in the party with them doing my own thing. And oh boy, it they are fun to listen to. You guys you guys need to stream YouTube playing Resident Evil 6 cuz it is some of the funniest shit I have ever heard in my life. The rage that Gary just is consumed with when Tim doesn't heal him properly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I don't know. It is so fun listening to you two. But uh yeah, Neil. What were, you, what were your feelings on Resident Evil 6, Neil? I'm, I'm curious to I, I know it. where you stand on it. <laughs> I loved it, and you know, I kind of dreaded playing it, but I thought I could do something around the fact that, about the Leon story and the comparison between. And it isn't until you finish that Leon story and then, say, take on Chris and Piers' story that is quite how bloody different it is. Because I played through Leon's story and thought, did I really come across too harsh on this game because you know it's just, this was all right oh yes it's not the greatest resident evil thing but there's bits in it that just feel so pure and almost 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 resident evil 2 slash 4 stuff for leon you know but i mean at the end it just devolves into classic resident evil 5 era bullshit but it's wild and the story's pish tosh but don't worry about that way that the earlier games were where it's like kind of cheesy melodrama that here it's like no we're we're honestly totally serious about how serious everything is in this game needless friction between chris and leon and it's going to be completely meaningless in the context of the entire thing and then we're just going to recreate the plane bit from code veronica for and it's going to be shit yeah there's moments like that and then you get to Obviously, the other stories sort of cross paths with each other, and that, that the Chris game is just like a completely different game. It is pretty much like a shooter that just happens to have monsters in it. And it, it. It's striking how you know there's not even a hint of it being a horror game in that regard. It, it's the monster design. You see most of the monsters at that point, so it's like okay, no surprise there. And it's yeah, just. It's a shame in that regard, and it just gets messier and messier when you get to the Jake and Sherry stuff. And yeah. you're talking about the interaction between Chris and Leon. I got super pissed about the interaction between Chris and Jake. You killed my father. Oh, I kind of had to. <sighs> yes, I killed your father. Come on, nobody talks mate. like this in real life. But mate, you do know your dad was an utter fucking tool. Yes, <laughs> you killed my father. You killed my brother. Now I, I kill you. It's just the, 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 the dialogue in there was terrible. <laughs> the fact that they didn't have Chris say, turn around and go, look, mate, to be fair, I had to punch a fucking boulder and that didn't... <laughs> I didn't want a fucking volcano. I think I was well within my rights to kill him. <laughs> yep. 
Like, dude, I'm sorry, your dad was trying to kill me and also destroy the entire human race. I had to put the bitch down. Like, what do you, what do you want to do here? He looked a bit little Jake. funny. Fucking <laughs> Jake. Poor. Yeah, but it's just marvelous to how they've managed to turn that series around since then. But, uh, yeah, it, no, 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 no. I'm a little now than I probably would have been because I still think that Leon's story is enjoyable. It's like, I wouldn't say it's mind blowing. It's not like even up there with the best Resi games or anything, but it's a nice stab of nostalgia for a bit before, you know, you can just do like, um, <laughs> before you can do, what's, what's the move? Uh, bulldog. You can basically bulldog zombies into the ground. With, <laughs> yes. Then you're like, yeah, this isn't that Resident Evil. Never mind. This is uh, this is uh, uh, Dead Rising Resident Evil. <laughs> no matter how good Leon's campaign can be, always on the periphery is just something about the overall designs just sort of barges in, not like a drunk party party people. It, and it really is the biggest the biggest shock for me is what what you touched on, where you you know you're going through with Leon's campaign and then you get to Chris's campaign and Jake's campaign and they feel like completely different games. It's almost like they had three different studios working on all the three different campaigns. It was just weird. It was kind of jarring. I didn't like it. Leon's campaign, yeah, enjoyable. I <laughs> Gary, Gary, you're you're the one that got me to play six. You're the one that accidentally bought it. What did you? What can you say about Capcom uh, or Resident Evil Six's? What was it, Neil? Sixth anniversary, the sixth? tenth, tenth, this whatever. Week. This week. <laughs> uh, <is> a... <laughs> yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I specifically out. remember telling you because you're like, I want to play six. I'm gonna get it and play six, and I'm like, Chris, only play Leon's campaign and don't play the rest of it. <laughs> I remember telling you this multiple times, <laughs> and you finish Leon's campaign. And then you went on to the other ones. And I remember getting a text from you saying, wow, Gary, you are absolutely right. I should have stopped at Leon's campaign. Oh, dude, I think you, I think you framed that text and hung it up in your room for the, when, the time that I wrote, Gary, you were absolutely right. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah. The best comparison between the campaigns is to say that survival, the rest of it is war. Yeah, it, it's that big a contrast between them. It just it important Leon's is survival in a horror game. Therefore, the most like Resident Evil. The rest is Call of Duty in third person. Yeah, and the, and then there's Ada's campaign as well, which was just fucking crazy ridiculous. Um, but yeah, you know, six was a weird beast. Like the thing about six is. Surprisingly to me, I think Resident Evil 6 is graphically still one of the best-looking games out there. Surprised at how well that game has held up graphically. Um, even 5 still looks pretty fucking amazing. Um, and I love the body damage that the zombies went through in that game. Like, There's a lot of stuff 6 did that I, I, I did enjoy. Um, like, like the great set pieces that it had. Um, but obviously there's stuff like trying to recreate Nemesis with with whatever the fuck that thing was that was chasing Jake around. Um, them. Like, 
I felt like a lot of the time six was just trying to recreate the best moments of the entire franchise. And it failed in more than in the campaign where they go on a plane and they ha- they do the whole tyrant on a plane bit from Code Veronica with a shitter enemy, and it's just like and it's just it's so underwhelming for what it should be. And it's like, yeah, and, it's and, a shame. And th- and that's why again why why I say like si- like Leon's campaign like if you're gonna play six just play that one. Like sure you won't get the full story. But you'll get so much more enjoyment out of it. Like you're, the university part, you know, it's dark, it's scary, it's more survival horror that way. And like Six just put you, or Rion's campaign put you in a lot of scenarios that I really enjoyed. Like sure, the, the plane part, like you mentioned, like, I like the fact that I'm fighting off zombies on the plane up until you get, you know, to that crazy ass boss, which just irritated me. Um, but you know the parts where you're on the train i thought were really cool and you know when the city gets you know attacked by the virus and then you're trying to run away and like there's just zombies everywhere like you're essentially playing like an outbreak as it's happening like world war z outbreak as it's happening and i thought that was pretty cool uh but you know it's it's something i've always said with resident evil where as far as the story goes, killing off Umbrella was the worst thing they could have done. As they killed them off. All they've done is try to recreate a company that's just like them. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And then, well, I won't spoil <laughs> it for those who haven't played uh, Seven. Yeah, and you know, it's just one of those things. Like, what was the point if you're going to kill them, and then you're just going to introduce more companies doing the same thing? Like, yeah. It's but, a pointless refresh. It's just, it's ironically, you know, they were chasing the, the Western dollar again with that one. They did a very Western thing of just the same as last time, but slapping a different name on it in this turn. You know, it's like, oh, the enemies are the Soviets. Oh, no, the enemies are the Koreans. Here it's like, oh, the enemy is Umbrella. Uh, now it's um, a different company that are also the same it, thing. It, but Tricell you know, or whatever. Yeah, it's. It's always something, and you know, it's like the fact that you know, in six, when you're starting off Leon's campaign, and you're pretty much in this rundown uh, city, it's like, so you're telling me like terrorists can easily just get these weapons now? Still can't get nuclear weapons, but bio weapons is so much easier for them. Oh, dude, I can get bio weapons from my grocery store. <laughs> IL seven, right? Potato chips. Yeah, yeah, and like bio weapons that do things like that it's like how uh, like i played i played six and i'm just like how is the world their world's fucked (laughs) they have the bsaa right but like you would think like the governments of the world would realize just how bad something like this is because it's pretty much a world killer you would try to stop it but instead they're just like oh it's just another you know Sell whatever. I think I think at this point, Resident Evil's the government not listening and just doing the stupid thing anyway. It's pretty much becoming life, uh, and uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's why I'm, I, I I was hoping that Seven would be the last of it, and then they'd go for a reboot. But they kind of did. It is kind well, of it's still a continuation of the story, <laughs> and it's going to continue after that uh, to whatever it's going to to become. 
So to be fair, in seven, they made it the background of the story. It wasn't like every other word is like, ah, oh, let's talk about this organization again for the 90th mm -hmm. time this conversation. It, I think that's yeah. why it works so well, or one of the reasons why is I didn't feel like I was being, you know, harped that there was some big evil corporation and I had to, hey, like, stop it. It felt more like the first one where you're like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Shit to deal with here now. Don't be worrying about who's behind it because, to be honest, you've got to survive first. And that is that it. That is exactly why it, it nails that original feeling because it's, it's in the name Resident Evil. It's, the, it's what's in front of you, you know, the thing that's most in danger, not the thing in government or in some corporation. Yeah, evil shadow entity. It's the person in the next room over you trying to kill you. Um, other games. Uh, now, Destiny Two is shite. That's uh, what I'm going to say about that. It, it, I just it's dull, dull, dull rubbish, and, and I don't really want to do more on that. To be honest, um, I started playing Fire Pro Wrestling because that came, actually finally, finally came out over here. We're having to wait a month was stupid, but here we are. And yeah, that, that's been good fun. I can't really say a lot on it. But it. You definitely get into it a lot. A few matches, you sort of learn how it works. And you can't just go smashing buttons and ramming in and stuff. You, you've got to pace the match properly so you don't knack yourself out. And it's it's nice to play a wrestling game again that's actually concentrating on making the matches little shows and choreographing it that way. Uh, I'm really glad of that. And plus, you know, yeah, you can download the shit out of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles uh, in there if you want. So, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, I'll have a quick look. I'm sure there's something else. Is always ready. Um, well, that was a nice break for me. I ate biscuits uh, and listened to you talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. My body is always ready. <laughs> Yeah, I can't really talk about anything else to play because it's on the Switch or PC. I've moved to a lot of PC stuff because of reviews recently. So. Damn you, Aaron. I mean, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, Dead Cells, very good. Uh, and, I, I really want to play that game. Yes, uh, I'm playing on. Gary, we're probably going to have to give your game a miss this week. I'm sad face. I'm sad face right now. It's a shame because I was looking forward to it actually, but we're an hour and a half and it's time for the anime podcast. So, mm. um, I can't believe how much we've covered in this short amount of time. This long, yeah. This is one of our longest yeah. podcasts for a while. Yeah, it must be me. We missed <laughs> you, Neil. We missed you. Um, Immensely. And we missed Chris as well. You know? Yes, I, I have been gone, so we all haven't spoken in a while, yeah. and it was got a lot of catching up to do. So, no. Neil, I heard they can find you at Bloody Disgusting, but, you know, maybe tell them how they can find you at Bloody Disgusting. Oh, man, I actually have to be professional with this shit now. Um, yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're on my podcast for the website, we're on the room. <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I am indeed the video games editor at Bloody Disgusting, which is, of course, a horror site, first and foremost, where I had lots of lovely articles and features from lots of lovely, talented writers in, in the last few weeks. Um, and it's 
been a great time and we've yeah. started doing reviews. Yeah. Ain't that something? Um, you can, of course, find me at Nesco, N E Z K O, be a PR person, or you just want to write something for the site, you can find me on there and find my email address on there as well, which is uh, neil at bloody dash disgusting.com. So there you go. Gary, how can I stalk you? You can stalk me at Gagwalush on Twitter and Instagram. That's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Any shout-outs? Uh, shout-outs, obviously, to you guys. Neil, welcome back for you know this week. Um, hopefully, you'll be back more often. Uh, shout-outs to mm-hmm. Tim, who wasn't able to join us. Uh, friends, family. Shout-out to my boy, Ed, who's constantly listening to the podcast. Um, Hello, Ed. And yay. And once again, I will say uh, for his benefit that uh, Titanfall 2 is the best shooter of the generation. Neil and me can confirm that. And me. And Chris. Chris yes. Uh, I guess shout outs. Friends, fans, family, if you'd like to see the weird shit that I retweet, that's not really weird, but I'm into some fun things. Uh, you can find some of it is. It's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. I don't retweet those. Okay. Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitter at Devangel. That's D-E-V-A-N-G-I-E-L. And uh, shout out to Fonzie, who it looks like will be on the anime cast today. I'm looking forward to yes. talking to him again. Shout out to Tim, wherever you are. Come back to me. I need to nuzzle you. Um, shout outs to you guys. I've missed you all so much. And Neil, uh, it's awesome to talk to you again. You were well missed. And I hope that you come back, but keep your appearances to cameos. You're more like Q now in uh, Next Generation. You come in, so a little uh, chaos, leave for a season, then come back. Like, um, the waitress in Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. Just to spice shit up and make the plot go crazy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's it he's like, well, he's like Castiel out. as the pizza boy ooh now that, now, that, now that inspired some very very intense fan fiction I might add oh my god and, and Neil dressed as Castiel delivering pizza is the new uh, plot for the new porn I'm directing as a matter of fact oh my god <laughs> Just oh, I don't me. have the money for it. Oh, you paid on on card anyway. It's oh, okay. Nobody oh. por- no nobody pays for porn anymore. No, I'm talking about the pizza. The, the story. The pizza delivery guy comes up. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, oh, you you you've got a starring role in it, Ben. Yes, that's why I've got the early daily script. You're the uh, you're the pool cleaning guy. Okay, sweet. That's, he's, <laughs> he's the babysitter, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the end. He's the pool cleaning guy. He's cleaning out. He just fishes out like a slice of pizza. Goes, Who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> what are you people doing back here? Like, takes his job super serious. Just pick out a guy. Oh, it's the Tina Pizza Rolls. No place such as me. Oh, no. <laughs> Online advertisements. I don't know. <laughs> so, we finished. I want to do shout-outs to uh, 
Mastern Radio, twitch.tv is just Radio. I was on their show recently last Friday. Go check them out. A shout out to She Heals I Tank at twitch.tv is just She Heals I Tank. A shout out to everyone that's listening. Shout out to Klaus, uh, Phoenix Down Radio. Uh, we recorded last night with Brian from Work to Game, which I was also on recently at, at YouTube Work to Game. Uh, I'd like to shout out to everyone that listens. And uh, you can follow me at Chili UK on Twitter, which is C H I L E UK. And you can email me about anything you want to do about the podcast. If you want to appear on the podcast, or just want to give us a, you know, an email saying that, my God, Chili, you suck, get Neil back, then email me at ben.shabithallatpsu.com. But of course, I'll wrap up what we learned today, because I feel like that's what deserved. We learned that today you should eat tortilla rolls while being attacked by zombies on the plane, as Donnie's video should be Pikachu and Detective Pikachu. Because we've learned a lot of things today, and those were the most of it. And the classic PlayStation is awesome. So until next week, just 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 come back next week, I guess. Bye.